Well, welcome back. I am Andrew Marquez, and this is the Baptist on the Bible podcast. Here's your 7 at 7 devotion, a seven-minute encouragement from Scripture offered every Monday and Friday at 7 a.m. Today we are continuing our series from 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 through 14. It is called Perseverance, Our Posture of Power. We're getting close to finishing the entire book of 1 Peter, and I hope for those of you that have kind of been along for the whole ride that this has been uh, really inspirational and helpful to you, just working through what Peter has set before us as we look to a world that is in opposition to the gospel. What do we do? Well, we are not surprised, but we're going to continue to press on and do what God has called us to do. Today's uh, focus is, again, perseverance, but the idea is resisting to persist in the gospel. Resist to persist. And when the devil brings his attacks on us, we must have an attitude that is ready, prepared, and just dependent fully on God so that we are able to resist him in that hour. And so let's go ahead and look at the verses. We're going to look at verses 8 through 11 today and then just talk about it a bit. And it says, beginning in verse 8, Be sober-minded, be alert. Your adversary, the devil, is prowling like a roaring lion, looking for anyone he can devour. Resist him, firm in the faith, knowing that the same kind of sufferings are being experienced by your fellow believers throughout the world. The God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, establish, strengthen, and support you after you have suffered a little while. To him be dominion forever. Amen. Amen. What do we do when it finally comes? What do we do when the devil finally brings his attack? And rest assured that he will. We have to be ready to persist in the faith that we are not going to fall away. We're not going to give up. We are going to be ready. And the first thing we do to be ready is that we make a commitment to be alert and aware. And this is not just on a physical plane. This is on a spiritual plane. Are you spiritually alert? Are you spiritually aware? Are you wearing the armor of God? Are you equipped for the spiritual warfare that we're called to? Remember how many times Jesus would go off alone to pray. And on a number of those occasions, we find out that he takes the inner three, uh, James, Andrew, and John with him, sorry, James, Peter, and John with him. And of course, they get tired and sometimes they're falling asleep. And that most important night, Good Friday, when Christ uh, is praying, right, just before he is uh, arrested, the disciples are falling asleep. And he says, could you not stay up for one hour? And behold, you know, it begins. And isn't it a shame that they could not stay awake? We need to be committed to staying awake. And that means building spiritual rigor and perseverance and endurance. And that involves having an attitude and a practice that says, I'm going to have these spiritual disciplines and I'm going to grow in these disciplines. Satan is on the prowl. And so if we're not ready, we might find ourselves uh, under attack and really might fall into temptation. We may fail to hold, be an example that God has called us to be. All kinds of bad things might happen if we're not ready. If you recall from history, there was a Hessian army that was kind of conscripted by the British to help fight in the Revolutionary War. One night, the general of that army was playing poker, and that was the same night that Washington was crossing over the river to attack. And a spy came and delivered a message to the commander, and he put it into his pocket. He tucked it away, thinking he'd have time to read it later. Well, that was his last warning because as he was playing cards, uh, the Washington army attacked and he fell. We don't want to find ourselves not ready, not taking warnings seriously, but that we recognize there is a war going on 
and that we find ourselves in this war and we must be prepared. So be alert and be aware. Satan is coming. Knowing that he's coming, it doesn't mean that he won't attack because we were on our guard. He will attack, and that's where Peter says, now stand firm in the faith. What we find out is that as we are ready, resisting the devil, firm in the faith, we find an affiliation to those that have experienced suffering elsewhere. In this passage, he does not say, resist the devil, stand firm in the faith, and the devil will flee from you. He actually says, stand firm in the faith and just be ready. The devil doesn't always flee from us. He actually sometimes comes and he brings his attack. But when we experience the afflictions that our brothers and sisters have gone through throughout time and are continuing to go through in the world today, we find ourselves connected to the church in a special way, bonded by the sufferings of Christ that we get to share in. And so be ready for that because that is going to connect you to the family of God in a way that is incredible. And it might encourage you in the midst of everything to know other people have gone through what you're going through and maybe even more. So be ready, stand firm, it's coming, and just recognize that we're connected to Christ and his church when we go through that suffering. Finally, be patient until perfection comes. He closes with this, The God of grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore you, establish you, strengthen you, and support you after you have suffered a little while. We have to be patient through the suffering, through the hardship, knowing that God in his good time is going to make it right. And he's going to make it better than it was before. We might find ourselves executed for the faith, only to open our eyes on the other side and be in the very presence and glory of Jesus Christ. And so we will be restored, but we may have to endure some terrible things for a period of time. And this should not discourage the Christian. We walk knowing that our Lord came to suffer and die. And somehow the Christian life anticipates that you and I will go through similar things. And these things may be uh, publicized to the world, everyone recognizing what we're suffering for, but oftentimes they are subtle they are sinister and we can feel like we're the only ones that are going through things and that is just not the case so peter encourages us here god sees what you're going through and that points us to rely on the sovereignty of god i wanted to close today with a quote from charles spurgeon he says there is no attribute more comforting to his children than that of god's sovereignty under the most adverse circumstances in the most severe trials they believe that sovereignty has ordained their afflictions, that sovereignty overrules them, and that sovereignty will sanctify them all. I hope that encourages you. Look forward to God's sovereign sanctification in your life. Take care.